Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. Our focus today is going to be changing behavior. It's not just behavior, and I think it's important to understand what behavior is, but it's changing behavior. Because if you think about many of the things we do in our lives are focused around changing behavior. We want to learn, we want to grow, we want to do new things, we want to improve in different areas. Those are all changes in behavior. We may have habits that we've fallen into that we don't like, so we want to change that behavior. So when you think of changing behavior, what comes to mind for you? Maybe a pattern or a habit that you want to change? What about changing someone else's behavior? If you're a manager, a supervisor, a leader, if you're a parent or a grandparent, you may want to change the behavior in someone else. What about learning and growing? That's behavior change. It is changing from where we are right now to what we hope to be a better place through education and learning and growing. What about gaining new skills? That's definitely a change in behavior. We don't have a skill set right now, or it's not very well developed, and we want to improve that because we want to be better at something. That's changing behavior. To get from where we are right now to our preferred future, we need to go through a series of behavior changes. And so it could be any of these and more. When we think of behavior, if we think of defining what behavior is, the simple definition is the way we act in a specific situation. But if we go a little deeper, we can think of patterns of behavior when we experience certain things. Now, I'm not going to go dive deeply into the psychological definitions or concepts related to behavior. Instead, I want to focus on the practical ways that we see behavior manifest every day in our lives and in the lives of other people around us. These are important things. When we think about behavior, behavior impacts you in different ways. You may have things about yourself you don't like or things you do like. Those are behaviors that are impacting you. Same with other people. There are some people that are easy to be around. There are some people that are not so easy to be around. So where does behavior come from? Maybe the better question, however, is what specific behaviors or how are specific behaviors developed within us and within other people? Well, here's a pathway that might help us better understand that. We all have things we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. So we have this set of beliefs, 
things that we believe in. Then from these beliefs and our worldview and and the things that, that we hold on to like that, we create rules that we live by. So guidelines, rules that we live by. These beliefs and rules shape our behavior. Our decisions, our actions, they shape our behavior. And out of those things comes our self-talk that reinforces that behavior. So that's a quick look at one pathway to better understand where behavior comes from and how different behaviors are developed in our lives and in the lives of those around us. So it's a good start to understanding behavior, but it even goes deeper than that. Here are some additional elements that shape our behavior. Our education or our learning, our experiences, the cultural impact in our lives. What kind of a culture did we grow up in or are we used to being in? The social pressures, the social norms, peer pressure, And then there's self-imposed limitations. All of these elements impact us when we think of our behaviors. They nudge our behavior in a given direction or they, they limit certain behaviors in certain ways. And that may be a good thing or it may not be a good thing. Why is all of this important? First, to understand how behavior is developed is not something that is the same for everyone. I'm going to say that again. Behavior and how it is developed in a person is not exactly the same for everybody. That means how our behavior is shaped is unique for each of us based on many different elements in our life. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know another person that has the same experiences, uh, the same education, the same cultural upbringing and all of that that I do. There are many people that have similar things, but not exactly the same. So it makes sense that behavior, and therefore our focus today on how to change that behavior, we have to think about those other elements and how they come to play in all of that. Now, having said that, the behavior that we see in ourselves and in others may be the same. I mean, if you have someone that behaves in a way that's inappropriate and they just blow up and get angry at everybody, that behavior is going to look the same in one person as it does in another, depending on the intensity of it. But understanding that the origins of that behavior may be different for different people, is a big step forward to changing behavior. Well, let's look deeper into that. I want to start with judgment versus curiosity. It's so easy to judge. It's easy to judge ourselves. It's easy to judge other people. The problem with judgment is that it is limiting. Judgment is not a good approach to facilitate behavior change. 
in many cases, judgment becomes an actual judgment of good or bad, right or wrong. When that happens, it places a label on something that usually locks down any kind of forward progress, especially behavior change. However, curiosity opens up possibilities. When thinking about behavior change, curiosity allows for exploration, for discovery, and gaining additional insight into the behavior. Curiosity is a great approach to facilitate behavior change. Since we're all unique individuals with a unique mix of elements that shape our behavior, the more we can explore and gain insight, the more effective we can be at changing behavior, both in ourselves and in other people. So where do we go with that? What do we do with that? Well, one of the best toolkits we can use for changing behavior in ourselves or in others is to really practice emotional intelligence, self-awareness, self-management, self-direction. And we can practice that not just with ourselves, we can practice that with other people. So when we look at behavior, I want you to picture an iceberg. You know that you only see a very small percentage of the iceberg above the waterline. Think of what you can see above the waterline on that iceberg as the behavior that you can see. What you can't see is what's underneath the surface. All of those elements that we've talked about that help to shape and form behavior in ourselves and in other people. Granted, it may be easier to do self-exploration than to explore what's under the surface with other people. But either way, if you want to change behavior and change it for the better, it's going to have to go through a discovery process. I'm sure you may have tried this in the past, whether it's somebody you manage, whether it's a child or a grandchild or somebody else in your family, you probably have said to them, you need to do this that way. And you were hoping that was going to change the behavior. And I just have to ask, how well did that work for you? Obviously, I say that tongue-in-cheek because we know that doesn't work well. Why doesn't it work? Number one, people don't like to be told what to do. Number two, people need to know why. Why do I need to change this behavior? And that's where emotional intelligence starts to come in. And we can start to help people understand that this behavior is not leading down a good pathway. It is not serving them well. It is not serving other people well. And so because of that, behavior change is needed. It's necessary. Underneath behavior are all of those elements that we talked about earlier. And if you want to change a behavior in yourself or in someone else, we have to do that deeper dive, so to speak. We have to get under the surface, figure out what's going on in there. Where did that behavior come from? And I'm not talking about becoming a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist. What I'm saying is have honest and open conversations with yourself 
if it's a behavior in yourself you want to change or with other people and try to understand where they're coming from. Guess what? That's a competency and a skill of emotional intelligence called empathy. Understanding other people's emotions and understanding their perceptions and their perspectives and where they're coming from. And that's a key element. Then there's another one called navigating emotions that we can use. We'll talk about those more in a minute. Here's the risk. That exploration could easily trigger specific emotions in ourselves or in other people that will hinder behavior change. So how do we approach this in a way that's productive? Let's look at that. So this is where EQ becomes a powerful ally in changing behavior. Research is very clear about this. The higher someone's EQ score, their emotional intelligence score, the more likely that person is to be successful. Well, how do we measure success? Well, in four very key areas of life. One is effectiveness. Two is relationships. Three is well-being. And four is quality of life. When you put those four things together, you get a very accurate measure of someone's success and how they feel about their lives, how they're doing in their lives. So if you think about those four success factors, they all have a foundation in behavior that brings about positive results and positive outcomes. Behavior that impacts yourself or others in a negative manner will not add to any of these four important success factors. In fact, behaviors that have a negative impact automatically will diminish the level of those success factors. And I think that makes common sense, right? I mean, that is common sense. We have to think about those four factors and what it takes to be effective, to have good relationships, to have a sense of well-being, to really feel like we have quality of life. And that's going to come out of behaviors that impact us positively, either in ourselves or in other people. So how does enhanced emotional intelligence help us in changing behavior? Well, the first place, increasing our emotional intelligence enhances our agility and our resilience, which allows us to practice curiosity more than judgment. And that is a great place to start. EQ skills also help us to create a mindset that enables us to make changes to our beliefs or our rules so that we can make the behavior changes we desire. So remember, we were talking about we all have a set of beliefs, things we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. And from those, we create rules that we live by. Well, anytime you start to tinker with your beliefs or your rules that you live by, you're starting to enter into a place that is less comfortable. And that can trigger emotions very easily. Another competency of emotional intelligence 
that can help us in changing behavior is empathy. Empathy is a competency of emotional intelligence that helps us to understand other people's perceptions, their perspectives, the emotional environment they're working and dealing in right now. It also helps us. Empathy is a two-way street. It isn't just for other people. Are we practicing empathy with ourselves? And then the fourth one is navigating emotions. That's another competency of emotional intelligence that empowers us to navigate emotions so we don't get stuck or get derailed. It enhances forward progress for better outcomes. So if we think about all of this in relationship to changing behavior, changing behavior may be simple or it could be a huge challenge. The real question is, is it worth it? Is changing that behavior worth it? We tend to consider the effort it's going to take to change the behavior before we think about the potential outcomes. The more we can focus on the outcomes or the rewards of changing behavior and how those can be more valuable to us, the more likely we are then to make the behavior changes we desire in ourselves and in other people, helping others change behaviors that are maybe not serving them or other people around them very well. I'm going to read a saying that I use often, and then I'm going to talk about it. Until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of the change, people will not change. That's a phrase, as I said, that I use often. It is indicative of the human condition. But it doesn't have to be that way. EQ skills can raise us to higher levels of self-awareness, self-management, and self-direction. They can empower us to help improve ourselves, but also improve other people's behavior through the changes we identify that would actually improve that behavior. Of all of the things in life that we cannot control, our behavior is something we can control. Be intentional, be curious, be optimistic. This is the pathway to making the changes you desire. Good luck on your change journey. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode, or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.